First thing that happens is the world goes black. You just hear a little snap when your neck rolls back. You don't bite your tongue off or foam at the lips. And before you hit the ground, there's a moment of bliss. It's like token a spliff. It's like shedding your skin. It's better than the best train wreck there's ever been. You have to let it in, as much as it's upsetting. To wake up with bruises you don't remember getting. You don't remember how the hell you ended up indoors. You don't Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Clock Epilepticus, with test subject Micah B. The salty, slightly cynical account of Micah's shocking diagnosis with epilepsy. The synaptic jolts that short circuited his world and efforts to rewire his mind and create a new life. Oh, and he's going to have brain surgery. And now, Seizure Salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B-Side. I'm ready to let it go. I got, I'm ready to let it go. Let's fucking bring on the future, you know? So yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's just like for you, kind of how you said, like you're, you feel like you're camping at the graveyard where it's like, I feel like for you, it's your way to, it's your way to pack up your camp. You know, it's your way to fucking pack, pack up, get back that's in a, the Jeep and fucking move on. That's a good way to put it, man. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good way to put it. Um, yeah, it's, it's saying goodbye to that. Old, and, and realistically speaking, it's not like I'm giving up any of the great things that I've learned and been able to do and, and you know, the shit I'm good at. That's still there. That's part of the mica that will always be here. But it just well, means... Exactly. It's like you're taking all the lessons from your old life. You want to have a funeral for them. And now you're going to utilize those lessons to build something new. And, you right. know, that, I think that, that's exciting. And that's awesome that you're also self-aware enough to know how to do that too. You know, obviously like there's still gonna be challenges and like, Oh yeah. Maybe there's some lessons you should leave behind that you don't know yet, but it's all part of the process. But it's like, you know what, if you can literally put it to rest as in like your old, your old, you know, the old reckless abandon maybe that you could have had and stuff like that. And it's like, you can actually refocus yourself and re-energize yourself. And it's like, Hey man, if it fucking gets you there, like you got to do it. 100 percent i'm all for it i I would love to go to a funeral where the person is still physically here like that would be the best funeral ideally yeah (laughs) and and like i told you too you had mentioned maybe a birthday party and that's when i came up with with the thought of okay we'll do the viking funeral pyre ideally in a boat we'll get a small little boat and get a voodoo dummy doll of me we'll light it on fire and run it down the river right all for it awesome and then we will um and then we'll have an irish wake you know the traditional irish wake to celebrate the life but it any excuse for me to drink a bunch of jameson man i'm there (laughs) (laughs) that's we do have that in common don't we Um, so yeah, that's going to be the idea. That's what's going on because also it's, you know how, you know how during this, uh, pandemic, everyone was like, will life ever go back to normal? The new normal stuff like that. Um, that's actually a pretty good way to look at where I'm headed to, because even if this surgery, the surgery, um, super safe, like over 99% safe, but it's about 70% effective. So there's still a 30% chance that I'll still have seizures afterward. Um, I may never be seizure free. I don't know yet. There's no way to tell until we do it. 
So <laughs> my fucking brain. Where were we going with this? Yeah, uh, the new normal. The new normal. Yes, new normal. So, so the funeral and and the wake for the for the new birthday. Um, even if I come through it completely seizure free and right back to as healthy and physically able as I was, or even more so, then. But that doesn't mean I'm going back. It and and the old Micah's not back because what I've gone through, um, the pain, the humiliation, the the fear, the depression, the anxiety, all that shit. Um, you can't take that from me anymore. That that's that's that will be with me for the rest of my life. So there, there were, I will forever be changed by this, regardless of whether the seizures. Um, keep going or not, I will never be the same man uh, as I was before. So that's why I feel that it's appropriate regardless of the outcome of the surgery or anything. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you did mention something a couple minutes earlier. I just didn't want to cut you off um, about misdiagnosis. Mm. And so that's something I don't know if I've had heard too much from you about and all that because like weren't you originally misdiagnosed oh yeah recently yeah mm-hmm. but um i'm even talking about back when i was younger in grade school in junior high um at least once or twice a semester a teacher or the principal or school counselor would call my mom bring her into the to the office and be like your son has attention issues deficit disorder or he can't pay attention in class he's really intelligent but he can't you know he seems out of it and blah 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 um and god bless my parents because they didn't take too much stock in all the recommendation to get him to a psychiatrist and pump him with drugs my folks were big time anti-pharmaceutical at that time um, unless absolutely necessary. Right. So they were like, no, fuck that. Um, and I'm glad because they would have put me on a bunch of shit that wouldn't have done anything because when I learned, um, when the first diagnosis came in, they said epilepsy, head trauma, this recent one in 2019, um, and the neurologists at Valley View were like, oh, yeah, something traumatic happened in your childhood that causes these and blah, blah, blah. And you've got the but you've got these two little hard spots there. And I got so fucking confused from their diagnosis. They were telling me two different things at the same time. You know, the traditional view of epilepsy is it's all caused by head trauma. And then, the, well, this might be genetic because of the two little white matter spots. Um, it wasn't until things started to clarify when I got down to UC health in Denver and the neurology campus there, by the way, we've already talked about it. They're the shit. Um, but even before this, after I started reading and attending these conferences and webinars and stuff and listening to other people with similar, uh, disorders, uh, and even epilepsy and stuff, I realized that the miscommunication, uh, the misdiagnosis and all that stuff and, and being, being, I don't know. I, I, I don't know exactly how to say it, but nobody understood. 
you know? And I got to a point where you just fucking give up trying to explain, you know? The sciences back then even especially because back in the late 70s and and 80s, it wasn't until like late 90s, uh, early 2000s that some of these technologies and the science broke through to start really know what's going on. And so, yeah, I was, I was considered, it was, it was considered psychological. It was considered there's just something wrong with the way he thinks. And, but there's, so, so it was, he's so, so, so when you first heard that, cause like you kind of mentioned earlier, they're like, Oh, it's something traumatic. Are you like, did I hit my head a long time ago? Or is it also like, um, or is it also like, cause then that could be a whole worry thing too, where it's like, cause I think like, as you get older, I think everybody kind of unpacks some things from your childhood that mm-hmm. were hurtful. And I think even now, like, I think I'm kind of going through that process where it's like, I have good parents, you know? And like, but it's like, I look back at some of the things that they probably didn't even realize negatively affected me. Right. And like that right. can send you and like, if you start focusing on that, I learned real quick, it can send you on a very bad spiral. So like, I, yeah. I, I don't know how you re- cause like I kind of went through that maybe about a couple years ago where I kind of realized like there's some, I had to unlearn habits from my parents, you know, mm-hmm. and not like anything super bad, but it was just like little things that like really affected me. And one of them was like eating habits. Yeah. You know, like my parents are always like, eat everything on your plate. That's not a good eating habit because I would eat till my stomach hurt. You right. Know? It's like right. Eating, and so I, it's like, and it's hard for me even now to like, one, slow down, actually like taste the food. And two, it's like, if I don't eat everything, I don't eat everything. Like if I'm full, I'm fucking full. But like, it's and like, that's something minor, but it's one of those things where like, it was a real thing that like, I still kind of trying to figure out how to uneat and it's not like anything super negative has happened. Like I'm still in shape and stuff, but for a while it's like, if I order something, it's like, I, it's like, I feel obligated to eat the whole thing instead mm-hmm. of like, just save it for later. You know, it's like, it's not a big deal. So yeah. I don't know. Cause like that, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything like, cause like when you first heard that, if that kind of like was like, well, what the fuck happened that I don't know that, you know, cause people suppress shit for sure. I think everybody oh, yeah. that like, I don't know. I think everybody probably has a couple gaps in their memory. We're like, I don't really remember those couple years. It's probably because like you were fucking miserable, you uh-huh. know. And so uh-huh. it's like, it was probably because your your senses got so overloaded that it just said, "Fuck this, man." My you just my associate. no, we <laughs> need to delete this file because it's gonna fucking it's gonna infect the system. Basically, is what happens there. So this is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad, Foster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. High-resolution MRI image of Micah's brain provided by the Rockstar Lab Techs at UC Health Neurology in Denver. 
Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat. Just keep listening and join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, unexpect the expected and remember that it's all in your head. You ever had a grand mal seizure in gym class? That whiplash back when life was dishing out pimp slaps? Fed up and we've all been better, but I'm set to step up. Never let up because the fall is just a setup. Now to get up. Regret will never get the better of me with the sawed off. When I'm having trouble talking, someone knocks my writer's block off. And if my eyes glaze and my knees drift south, and you ever think to stick a credit card in my mouth?